there is. Uh, oh, they just like the fight, you know? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that I just summed up Rocky. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode. What episode number are we on, Tay Man? Uh, numero four. Of two and a half dads. Yeah, I legitimately thought it was five. That's <laughs> four. Started with Connor Manning. Mm-hmm. Pastor Todd Pope. Uh, Steve Tripp. Then Todd oh, Pope. Steve Tripp. Then Pastor Todd Pope. And this week, wow. who do we have on the show? We have the great Terrence Talley. Terrence Talley. I, honestly, how'd you feel about the conversation with Terrence? Uh, I felt like he was interviewing us. He does that. He did that. When he came on my show, my better show than this one, he said... Um, <laughs> Uh, he turned. He just kept on asking me questions. Yeah, I recently read a book from Carrie Newhoff that we had to read for our BC Timothy group. Brag much? Brag much? And one of the things that was like how to be not become cynical is being curious. Mm-hmm. So asking a lot of questions and being curious about what people, uh, who they are, and what they're about. And I would say that Terrence was like, all I kept thinking of was he is the living, breathing example from that book of what curiosity is he's, he's like a cat sure he's like meow but like question for you person yeah. curious cat yeah um no i agree steve trip doesn't matter i'm going down the line steve trip once recommended to me a ted talk from okay. this woman forgot her name but she talked it was like 10 ways to have great <laughs> conversation two and a half dads not two and a half moms uh yeah it was <laughs> uh no girls allowed no girls. she said in uh, the last point on how to have great conversation with people was prepare. You've seen this. Let me say the thing. Prepare to be amazed by others. Okay. You, I, I'm <clears throat> assuming, I think you've seen that. I've had that on, a, I've literally had that on the same post-it note in my office for the last four years plus, four plus, almost five years now. Ooh, I um, don't read much. Just really, <laughs> you think about that. You, you I'm know, not going, And Terrence did a good job with that. Yeah. I was prepared to be amazed. Quick pregnancy update before we get to the interview. Okay. Uh, we are seven weeks away. Come on. Um, I have not put on a quarantine 15, but as we get closer to uh, expected delivery date, mm-hmm. I'm definitely packing on the weight now. I can feel it. Food is just constant. You gain weight really easy, don't you? Like I, you have, don't you have it in you to get super fat? Yeah, I. You seem to tr- trim down pretty easy too. Though. Yeah, I have a weird. Like people are like, I have like a five, maybe ten pound, like fluctuation. Fluctuation, sure. and I'm like, I feel like I have like a twenty five pound fluctuation. There are days where I'm like one eighty five and I feel great, and then there's days where I'm like two fifteen. Yeah, like, I know how I got here. Yeah, dude, we're counting calories right now. A little bit of a sweet tooth. <laughs> <laughs> or yes. We're counting calories in the house right now. Mm-hmm. And I get to, I literally, in order to lose like a pound and a half a week, I can eat double the amount of calories yeah. as my wife. It's just insane how much more I can consume. Plus, I, I literally burn about six, seven hundred calories a day exercising. Sure. Because Tyler goes hard. Yeah. Well, you know what? For anyone who wants to make investments and, and stocks, uh, you know, next time we're pregnant, I will let you all know so you can put stock in Culver's because you've been going there a lot. We go there all the and I'm like an encourager of it. It's not like Brittany's sitting there like, we need to go to Culver's now. Baby's yeah. hungry, you know, but I am much more of like a what's going to make 
you feel good. Yeah. And so I'm always I, like, you want to go to Culver's? So we yeah. probably go to Culver's. Like we beforehand, maybe once a week for custard for for her lactose intolerant over here. And uh, but now we're probably up to like three, four times a week. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's you don't eat the custard though, do you? Uh, no. I can't do the custard. I will. She'll give me a bite sometimes, but yeah, yeah, it's about all I can handle. You know what? I just before we get to the interview, I want to say you are one of the. You are like my best friend. You are my best friend. Okay, and Aww. you are so bad to tell news to. <laughs> yeah. You're just not. Just, you're not I'm, fun. I'm the anti-Terrence, and so I'm not that curious about what you're excited about. Let's rewind to before <laughs> you knew you guys were having a baby. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You be Brittany. I'll be you. Tell me that you're pregnant. Uh, I'm pregnant. No, no, no. Can okay. you just ramp up to it, please? Ramp up to it. See, yeah. I can't even ramp up to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, girl voice. <laughs> I'm pregnant. No. Can you at least start? Oh my gosh, it sucks. it sucks being such a good actor surrounded by such a terrible actor. Can you say, "Hey, honey, how's your day?" Can you start there? <laughs> why are you? Why are we reenacting this whole thing? Can you? I feel like just trying to reenact this, your point's being made. No, just trying to reenact. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> just start at, "Hey, how was your day?" Hey, how was your girl day? voice? I'm not doing just a do girl, a girl voice, voice the whole time. Come on, it it's gonna be good. No, Come on, not. you're gonna do the girl voice and then you're gonna outburst <laughs> in laughter. This is gonna be funny. Do your best girl voice. Hey, honey, how was your day? <laughs> I hate this so much. I already did it once. How often do you know that all you have to do is say something in a particular voice and know that there is a happy check waiting <laughs> to get cashed on the other side of it? Yeah, happy check for others. Who, and you? No, not for me. And okay, try it and don't let. Do, for the dozen people that listen to this Prove me on wrong. church on Sunday or in text messages will knock my girl voice to my face. Is it important to you that you don't get made fun of? Yeah. Okay, start over. Hey, honey, how was your day? In your girl voice. Let's just enjoy this moment. Just try it. Come on, it'll be funny. Uh, just because I'm going to be quarantined for six weeks. Okay. Hey, honey, how's your day? <laughs> I knew that was going to be funny. Okay, then I'll do you. You don't have to do the girl voice right, anymore. Right. Now do your best uh, manly Rocky Balboa voice. It was good. I drew a lot of pictures at the office because that's what I do for a living. How was yours? Uh, pretty good. <laughs> you have a great girl voice. Okay, do you, you look like you have something to tell me. What is it? I have Call of Duty to play. First off, I don't play Call of Duty. That is not my game. I once punched a hole through a door, so I swear to never play it again. Anyways, back to the... It's probably true. It is true. I don't. I punched a hole through a door playing Call of Duty. So that's not the point. Let's get back to the real thing here. Hey, save it for bedtime story with your future kid. Okay. Sermon illustration. Um, I'm pregnant. Um, okay. Do you have any other thing you want to tell me to waste my time? <laughs> That's how not fun you are to tell news to. <laughs> Anything else before we get to Taylor's interview? Ta ta their interview of Terrence <laughs> Lee Talley. <laughs> Three T's. No, I don't. Ty Tay Ter. Enjoy episode number four of Two and a Half Dads.
been two and a half dads. <laughs> Your chaos is Woo! never ending. I wasn't expecting that beginning. I like to come out guns blazing to demonstrate. <laughs> In every scenario of your life. Every scenario of my life, but especially in this, to demonstrate how different me and my assistant host are. <laughs> you guys weren't able to see, but there was a whole pause where I'm looking. I'm like, what are they doing right now? Nobody's saying anything. It made me feel very uncomfortable. Well, the man you hear speaking is our guest, Terrence Talley. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to Two and a Half Dads. Hey, thanks. My name's Tyler. This is Taylor. Hello. Hey, 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 how's it going, everybody? <laughs> Taylor, Tyler, and Terrence, did you oh. did you <laughs> watch South Park growing up? I did, yes. Do you remember the, the character Terrence? Oh, man, I used to get it all the time. <laughs> People would run up to me, where's Philip? I'd be like, shut your mouth. <laughs> That's what it was. Heard it. They were the, they weren't, wasn't Terrence and Philip the South Park of the show? Yeah, yes. Yeah, they were mm-hmm. like the Canadian. Potty like, mouth. Yeah. 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 I never watched it. What was I doing when that show came out? <laughs> Reading your Bible. Reading my Bible. That's yeah. what I was doing. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. That's <laughs> the Tyler you know, staple. It's so weird, that show, because every single like Canadian in that show is animated differently yeah. than the regular kids. <laughs> it's really weird. It's like races against Canadians. It's we, almost as if those guys that made it are super smart. Yeah. We've been <laughs> quoting them since the pandemic. That whole we didn't listen bit where like i think it came in response to global warming and there's like this whole scene where like global warming is coming but you can't see it but it's like as if like mm-hmm. a, a herd of killer bees were coming to kill them all and you just hear stanley the whole time being like we we, we didn't listen we didn't listen <laughs> yeah and they're just all running away from nothing and so me and the jakes uh from my my bridge group and bridge church all we do sometimes is like when something crazy is happening in the pandemic, we'll just text like, we didn't, we didn't listen. <laughs> you said you and the Jakes? Yeah. In my in my, my wife and I's bridge group, we have five Jakes. What? And yeah. Why? And, and yeah. I took a lot of families in Waukesha, Wisconsin named their kids Jakes in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> it's a crazy time to when be alive. When did the Packers win? <laughs> That's the... <laughs> Such a good. I don't get it <laughs> because they're all hanging around drinking beer. Oh, like, I see. You're right. Yeah. Right. right. You want to name him Jake? Wow, oh, that's a good Jake? connection. Yeah. yeah. No, the It'd Jakes be... of today is the Auroras of tomorrow. Which Very is... common baby name. Yeah, who... Is it? We know a guy with a baby name Aurora. Yeah. What? Okay. <laughs> now, Taylor, what do you know? What you're gonna call your your daughter? We have a few. We finally. Have written down, like, I think we're down to like four names. Oh my goodness! Indecisive people drive me crazy. It's not that big of a deal. <laughs> Call her number one. Seriously. <laughs> Call her a sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If Tyler could name his children after sounds, he would because he just likes making sounds. That's it, <laughs> dude. I. <laughs> I think the namer after a sound is a good idea. Meow! Come here! Why don't we do this? Why don't you spit those four names you've narrowed it down to into this microphone? I'm not saying them at all. See, why do Break people it here, keep a dude? secret? I, it's mainly because we don't want... To, like, I trust everyone in this room that would just be like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but we like we are afraid that there will be people that when you say it, will hear about it. And I just... 
Oh, and they want to take it? No, just not even that. Like, but just like give their like little like smug oh. like oh like Kyle what? really <laughs> Kyle <laughs> well, we, know, <laughs> we know it Kyle uh, and so it was uh yeah and like my like so my wife being pregnant during a pandemic is like a blessing in disguise to her yeah because she is not a attention person at all so she has not been back to church since we've been back in person and she's just like thank God. Because she's like the like people coming and touching the stomach, people oh. like getting in her face, asking her a million questions. She's just like, I don't want to deal with it. Mm. Please leave me alone. It's not even that she's like an unfriendly person. She just simply is like, I don't want to talk she's about over it. it. Yeah, she's just like, I, yep, we're pregnant. It's great. God's good. Leave me alone. But leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> See, this whole deal of like, I don't want to go out because I don't want people to touch my stomach is so foreign to me. Because when I go out in public. <laughs> I literally walk into a room hoping somebody touches my stomach. That's why you wear those midriffs, right? Yes. Yeah. Exactly. You know what? I can honestly say I've never thought that thought <laughs> ever. Me neither, dude, because I'm, I'm joking because I'm totally – of course, it's different when you're pregnant more. So I'm so ticklish, man. That, you know, <laughs> every time I go to the doctor, without fail, 100% of doctor's visits, they ask me. They see the face I'm making, which is the face of trying to not laugh. Because a grown man is touching me, you know what I mean? And so I, if, if a doctor touches me in a way that tickles, I don't want to laugh audibly. It's embarrassing. You should probably tell somebody if that's happened. I do, man. Is well, that a, yeah, that might be a condition. And they, every, without fail, every time I go to the doctor, they ask me, are you in pain or ticklish? So now I have to answer it because they go, you look like you're in pain, but I'm not doing anything that should be hurting you. So I have to go. Ticklish. Okay, here, here's the question then. Okay. Without any like private parts what is the most like awkward touch what what kind of touch Ooh. does somebody you're like oh stop doing that i don't like that <laughs> uh if mm. i'm sitting i know this because pastor tyler here and pastor blake in our office both just tyler's fine no because <laughs> when we are working together you are pastor tyler That's right. That's how he makes <laughs> us all refer to him <laughs> uh, even michelle it's like hey don't talk to her that way uh <laughs> but tyler and blake while I'm, and I wear headphones, so I, like, I don't hear anything. We'll just come up behind me while I'm sitting and just shoulder rub, and it mm. it makes it that is the most uncomfortable I ever feel. Mm. You too. Yeah, I don't. Some real honesty. It's here. all I'm ticklish so about. So all of it's not great, but uh, that reminds me. The shoulder rubs. The, it's funny to me that I will automatically go and like grab a hold of your shoulders because a massage to me. Yeah. Sounds like a flipping nightmare. What? I do never oh. want, I never want to be, yeah. Let oh, me pay you man. too much money to tickle me for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. What? I don't want to be massaged. You know what I'm saying? Massaged. Don't give me that massage. <laughs> was massaged. Let me get that massage out of here. <laughs> What's where you not want to be touched? <laughs> I asked the question. It's yeah. really weird. Uh, you know what? I don't like it when somebody like grabs my arm by the muscle. Oh. It's like and a lot of like older men will do it and they'll yeah. be like, Hey there, son, and yeah. like grab you by the arm and like I'm uh. like, dude, get off my, my muscle, man. Well, cause if you don't flex, they yeah, feel what right. your unflexed arm feels like. If and, you do flex, mm-hmm. you feel like you're you oh, you got something to prove. Right. Why are you flexing? Are you trying to show me that? So it's a lose lose. Right. Yeah. I'm with it's you. like I have to 
like for me, I don't want them to fill the jelly in there. And so I'm automatically tensing up. I'm like, yeah, fill that. That's yeah. great. It's pretty demasculating too. Because it, it, it kind of leaves you vulnerable because it's right. like kind of disabled your whole arm. So it's kind of like, whoa, 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 whoa. Right, I can't do right. anything now. Yeah. yeah, someone squeezes my upper arm. I go, I'm more of a runner. Would you mind squeezing my thigh? And then they are like calling the cops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you were to ever say that to me, I would take you up on it. Like, sure. All right. Um, so, okay, so this is Two and a Half Dads. It's a fatherhood <laughs> podcast. Premise of the show, Mr. Tally, Terrence. I think I introduced you one time, uh, Terrence T. Tally, when Ooh. I was emceeing something that you were talking at, and I called you by the wrong name. No, that so. somebody else calls me T. Tal. And T-tow. it's another, he's a pastor now. Because well, your pastor. middle name is actually Lee, right? It is Lee, but mm-hmm. I am used to T. Tal. Middle name after the jeans, or... Go ahead. No, my my uncle, my crazy. Okay, seriously, <laughs> my uncle is crazy. Tell me. Like, Talk okay, to me. there. I growing up, my TLT. uncle would come over. Right, right. Well, his, you know what? His, yeah, his name was Terry, Terry <laughs> Lee Williams. So, growing up, my uncle would come over every so often. He was just like from Detroit, and he's like really weird guy. And so like. <laughs> He would ask me about video games all the time. This dude's like 20 years older than me. He'd ask me about video games. And so there were sometimes he would just ask me questions because he was just trying to like be all buddy buddy with me. And he asked Is me. His mom's brother or dad's brother? My mom's brother. Okay. And so, like, he was just like, well, Terrence, what's this game about? And I was like, I don't know. Read the back of it. <laughs> and, and he was just like, come on, Terrence, just tell me about the game. I was like, yeah, can't you read? Just read the back of it. Found out he can't read. <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, my uncle can't read. That's awesome. Yeah. It was really <laughs> That <sad>. is crazy. <laughs> That's a real thing, man, Please when you find out me. someone can't read. Like an adult, that's a real thing to yeah. people. I can't yeah. believe you made fun of them. I so, know. <laughs> so, bad. so Fatherhood Podcast, we're here to talk about uh, all things dads. Premise of the show, mm-hmm. Taylor, it's called Two and a Half Dads. Taylor is the half dad because his first born child is on the way in September. Come on. So yeah. you are episode four of six. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. One episode a month leading up to the birth of Taylor's firstborn child. Child. Dad, second dad, half dad, tell us about your family. Oh, snap. Okay. So I have a wife. She's the one that had our our kids. Nice, 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 nice. And my two daughters, one is named Gracie, and she just turned eight. Oh, cool. Like a month ago. Not just, I guess, a month ago. (laughs) And my other daughter, Cece, she's four. In the end of August, she will be five. And they are together... Just the weirdest pair of kids <laughs> I have ever run across, ever. I love that. And my one daughter, Gracie, she's like, like as a parent, you there comes a point where you have to be honest with yourself. Sure. And you're like, okay, my kid, they're never going to do that. And that's okay. I love them. Yeah. And, and my daughter, Gracie, she is, she is goofy. And like goofy in a way that, that is just, it's just real awkward. <laughs> okay. And it's like, why are you being so goofy right now? Like, are you playing with me? And so she's just real kind of like, just always wanting to hug you, always wanting to love you. 
just like everything is happy, okay? Wow, Terrence, it sounds terrible. I well, <laughs> here's the deal. You pair that up with somebody who's super serious and competitive, and my daughter Cece, at four years old, there are times where I think she could punch me in my face at really? any given moment. So yeah. competition's a real thing for her? Competition's a real thing, and she destroys my oldest daughter. Like, yeah. this destroys her. There is one time we're in the kitchen. Next thing you know, my eight-year-old daughter comes running in. She's crying. She's like, Cece, push me. I'm like, dude, you're like four years old than this girl. Push her back. But it's just so, so different yeah. between the two of them. Yeah, that's awesome. Matter of fact, I just took them to the skate park. And I don't mean like a bike park. I mean like a skate park because my youngest, Cece, she's into like, uh, not like skating, but what are those things? Not a skateboard. It's a scooter. Is it a scooter? I don't know. Yeah, yeah like a yeah. Razor scooter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's roller blade wheels? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So she's like all ready to go. I buy them knee pads and helmets and all that. My daughter, she's got her bike. She's got all the head, like knee pads, all that jazz. We get to the skate park. My daughter, my oldest one, she's on a bike, okay? This park is built for, like, scooters and skateboards and all that jazz. So it's not that big. Yeah. My oldest daughter is like, Dad, I can't do this. I'm so scared. I'm like, your bike is as big <laughs> as this park. What are you talking about? Yeah. But I'm like, that's okay. My one daughter, Cece, she's going off of her scooter. She literally jumped off the hill with her scooter, <laughs> fell down on the knee pads, got back up and said, Dad, can I take some of these off? They're annoying me. I'm like, what in the world? Who are you? Wow, I that's swear awesome. we are raising like like Tony Hawk up yes. in our house right now. That's yes. awesome. But she's black and a girl so I don't, it's weird That's well i was incredible. gonna say did you ask her to wear elbow pads so she could just learn what it's like to get bullied in a safe environment or? <laughs> i don't know what that's supposed to be means tyler thinks that safety is sissy yeah hence no. if you look at the scar on the side of his head Dude, you know what i was gonna ask you that but i every time i forget and i'm like oh yeah i should ask him about the scar what's up with the scar well what happened was i my dad had got me these elbow pads and so i put them up it's not what it is at all and this bully came up to me and just punched me in the head that's a pretty hard punch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no yeah, i was Chuck hyper Liddell. which i want to i want to ask you about the competitive thing because i'm lost there i uh <clears throat> i fell off a slide the old school yeah. slides, the real tall ones uh, that they just don't really have anymore. And they were metal Fell off, and hit my head on the rocks, cut my head open, or split my skull, cracked my skull. Brain was swelling up, so they had to make oh a decision, gosh. go up, do stuff to the brain, and then sew me back up, wear a helmet for a month. So if Cece's listening oh. to this, it's important to wear yes. your helmets oh, and your knee man. pads yeah. and your yeah. elbow pads. If you don't wear a helmet on the front end, a helmet is another word for cast, okay? And so it's a head cast. So you got to wear it on the back end. Either way, you're wearing a helmet. <laughs> I never thought about it that way. That's why you hate helmets. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was the helmet kid for a long time. Oh, yeah. Like it said the word in neon green, extreme, while I was just walking. You Did know what it I mean? really? Yeah. It was literally just a skateboard helmet. <laughs> Every kid that was looking at you, they're like, Wow, he's extreme. Like, no, you no they see me with the helmet. They're like, funny thing, I don't see a skateboard anywhere. I was like, no, I just have to wear this in case I bump something. No, as a kid, I would have looked at you and be like, dude, he's always ready to go. He's got yeah. his helmet on. Yeah. Uh, like, never yeah. fail. Ready to drop in at any moment. <laughs> now, right. I want to ask you about the competitive thing because, my I, okay, 
my son Micah, I'm learning, mm-hmm. or I'm. He's three, so it's a little early to tell. Seems to me he's very competitive. He turns everything mm-hmm. into a game. Who's going to get to the front door from the car the first? That sort of thing. Yeah. And I also am very competitive, but more than competitive, I'm a world-class compartmentalizer. <laughs> and so I take the pain of loss and I stuff it away where I don't even feel it anymore. I'm very good at stuffing my feelings. Okay. You know, that will come back to you. Yes, and so it's like a okay. water balloon that fills up, yeah. and then periodically the balloon pops and, yeah. you know, you break down. <laughs> and I'm going, dude, I give me tips on like I do this thing after we pray. We we say we pray for whatever and yeah. we go and then we go like this, we go we spread our hands out and we go, "Thank you Jesus for bringing us close to God." And then you bring your hands cuz the work on the cross brought us close to God. That's the deal in our Ooh, house. Oh, that's good. And he does it's our post prayer ritual and then we then we do a little dance. We celebrate because Jesus made a way for us to pray. Anyways, he turns that into a game. Yeah. Go, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Jesus, for bringing us close to God. And he'll go, I win. <laughs> I'm going, I guess we forgot to pray for your demonic spirit of competition. <laughs> Inside, are you like, I'm going to win. <laughs> yeah, one day. <laughs> I'm going to beat him. Yeah, so, Is this a place for your water balloon to no, pop? No. Are, you, are you tired of losing to your son? <laughs> no. no. Are you sure? No, because then I, we wrestle and I always win. <laughs> so... What tips do you have for parenting competitive children? And then even more importantly, what tips do you have for being a daughter dad? Because Taylor's firstborn girl child's going to be. Yeah, girl dad. A, a, a dad. I'm about to be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, competitiveness. You know, it's funny you say that because uh, it's really weird having two kids because you have to parent differently for both kids. Sure. So if I was the, like with Cece, I got to be like real, like, all right, you don't want to bring in there, Cece, because dad, I will beat you. Like, <laughs> not like hurt my kids. I don't want people to be like, Terrence yeah. is abusive towards his kids. <laughs> like, I, if we're going to play a game together, I'm going to win. Mm-hmm. Sure. And my other daughter, Grace, if you, if you say anything about you winning, she's falling apart and being like, I'm the worst person ever. It's like, okay, calm down. Recover. Yeah. You're just not good at the game. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and so I would I lean into it for me personally. But I didn't I thought I was a little too hardcore because sometimes I'll be like, all right, take it easy. You're win, you're a winner. Yeah, yeah. But we went to go play kickball, like literally the other day with our church, right? And there this guy, his name is uh, now I'm forgetting his name. It's probably a good thing. Uh, he was like, had his kids. He's got five kids, four boys, four. <laughs> so one of his kids gets up. There's mostly adults playing this game of kickball. And his son gets up there, and he pitches the ball to him, rolls the ball to him. The kid whiffs it, <laughs> and he goes, dude, you know better than that. And at first I was like, He's kidding, right? There's no way that he's serious with his son. But he was just like, all right, give me the ball back. And he wasn't, the thing is, he wasn't doing it in a mean way. It wasn't like it's like, okay, we need to call child services. But he was doing it like in a very teachable, like, I've taught you better than this sort of a way. Sure. And so this kid kicks it, 
and he doesn't comment about how far the ball goes because he's a kid, yeah. but he comments about how he ran to the base. Okay. And he's just like, you could have ran faster. You got to make sure these are like, he's really. And so at this point I made a joke joke to everybody. And I was just like, wow, are, are we not going to take it easy on your kids since you're not? And he goes, don't take it easy on my boys. They got to learn. Wow. I was like, for real? And so I accidentally threw the ball at the kid and he fell down. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I am so sorry. I like being your kid with this ball. <laughs> he goes, no, he needs to learn to dodge him. And I was wow. like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, so for him, I like this guy. he's like, yeah, he's do. like, hey, <laughs> if my kids are going to compete, then they're going to know and they're going to learn. Yeah. And so a, he just totally crazy. just leans into it. And if your kid is competitive, I say, let's go there. Obviously, there are times where sure. it's like, okay, we're talking to Jesus. Jesus, I'm going to pray the way I pray. And yeah. But anything else, I'd say, dude, huh. go all in. Wow. No, I hear what you're saying. Like, because there's certain things where you go, okay, I can like either finesse this a little bit and teach them how to manage it instead of breaking their spirit. That's what I hear you saying. Right. Yes. Yeah. That makes yeah, sense. That's a, that's a way better way to put it. No, it's a good story. No. It's a good story. It would have been an even better story if at the end of it you would have been like, in that man's name, <laughs> Ted Bundy. <laughs> <laughs> How old do you think I am? <laughs> that's just the first name that came to my head. <laughs> oh my okay, gosh. so now uh, daughter dad. Yes, girl dad. Girl, girl dad. Oh, is that the wrong? Is the daughter dad not the right thing? Yeah, no, it's girl dad. Okay, man. <laughs> girl dad. It just sounds like uh, a girl playing the role of a dad. When you say it that way, no, no, not at no. all. All right, I receive it. Receive <laughs> <laughs> that correction. All right, so you're a girly dad. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, correction again. It's girl dad. <laughs> okay, girl dad. Uh, no, I I love being a girl dad uh because it's just obviously i only have girls so i don't know necessarily what it is about having a boy uh, but from what i've heard uh, boys are definitely more like active more like hey we're gonna wrestle sort of a thing but girl dads they do something or girls do something to their dad where something inside of you comes out that you never thought would be mm. there and it, it's, I don't want to call it a softer side, but it's a side that you're just like, okay, I will literally break someone's arm <laughs> if they hurt this little girl. Because yeah. we were talking earlier, Taylor, about you're like, I don't fight, right? Yeah, yeah. Because we we're talking about UFC for everybody that's <laughs> listening. And because I said that I can beat people in UFC. That's a lie, but I can't. <laughs> but uh, Taylor, you, you said that. You would, you're not a fighter, but yeah. I guarantee you, when you when you see that little girl in your arms, you're like, yeah. I will bite somebody's neck <laughs> to protect this girl. Because there's just something inside of you. Because at one point, it does make you softer. Yeah. But at another point, it just it brings out a manliness in you sure. that is undescribable. It's different. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like, I want to teach... My boys, how to be a man, but I'm gonna show my girls what a man is. Yeah, and so okay, okay. it's it's something totally different. Yeah. Oh man, you ready? I honestly, <laughs> like I am. Like as we get closer, I'm getting so much more excited as the weeks. Like especially with like we're less than two months now, and then mm-hmm. Brittany and I last night were just like, 
Yeah, I'm to the point now where I'm just excited for her to be here. Well, you know, okay, tell me if this this. makes sense. You know how some people can be excited for a person in a way that's condescending? Mm. Does that make sense? Like, oh, I'm so excited for you, bro. Like, it's almost like I can't wait for you to arrive as I have. You know what I mean? So I'm, that is one of the worst types of condescension to me, and I'm so on guard against it. About it's so silly, but I just hate when people are that way. So like, in as not a condescending way at all, I'm like so Mm. ready for this to happen in my good friend's life. Like, this is gonna be so cool. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's very sweet. Is there a, a point where it's almost like a, where you just turn to, I'm sorry, what's your wife's name? Brittany. Brittany. Is there a point that you turn to your wife, Brittany, maybe you guys are sitting on the couch, I don't know, <laughs> but you turn to her and be like, is this really happening? Yeah. <laughs> is this <laughs> real? <laughs> yeah. Well, especially now that we can like count the weekends that we have left mm. as like just the two of us. And like just the two, just the yeah. <laughs> this last weekend we went to we went to the beach and it was just like yeah. We only have a couple more of these where it's just the two of us lounging in the sun. Now it'll be trying to lounge in the sun, but with a boatload of responsibilities <laughs> at the yeah. same time. Which yeah, like sure, intimidating a little bit and scary, but it's in the same time. It's like, but that'll be exciting. That'll be fun to take her to the beach and yeah. like do those things. So there's like a, a part where. Uh, at least for me, I should only speak for myself, maybe. Uh, where as a parent and even as a young man growing up, I, there was a part of me that was always just like, man, I wish my, t- I wish I could just hug my dad right now yeah. or hug my mom because <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do. Yeah. Like, has that moment ever come where you're just like, you're being brought back like a child and you're just like, there's no way I can raise another. I'm still a child. Oh, Yes. <laughs> uh, I can't think of any, like, specific. I'm sure once, like, the baby's here, there'll be specific moments where I'm like, oh, yeah, I clearly am still a child. <laughs> you know, like, I'm a child that now has a child. Um, but I guess, yeah, like, I feel that quite a bit. Um, but I can't think of anything, like, in particular that's making me think or makes me want to look to my parents. It'll okay. Ha- it'll happen a lot. For the both of you then. Okay. What is one thing that you do where it does remind you, I'm still a kid. I'm still a kid at heart. Hmm. Maybe I not get... for you, Tyler. You, <laughs> you look like you've never been a kid. You look like that <laughs> <laughs> you just grew up. What? I had I did not really have I had a childhood, but I mean I jumped straight to to I had, no, I had, I had a childhood. <laughs> I, definitely, I, I had a childhood. <laughs> I'll prove it. Uh, I don't even uh, know what you just said means, but Tony, I, I Tony, Tony Hawk Pro Skater, uh, <laughs> CKY, uh, trucks. Ah, dang it! Yeah. For real, three, uh, seven, three degrees. Mm, of separation. I, I'll say I get over like I get overwhelmed by mm. things I don't understand mm. to the point that I like I am like deer in the headlights. Where I go, like, and I get frustrated and angry at everyone around me when I'm expected to do something I don't understand. Right. Where, like, there's a hump right in the beginning where you just got to get a handle on a couple things. I'm trying to think of a good example. It would be, like, uh, something's broken in the house that I have no idea how to fix. Electricity is not my thing. So a light fixture breaks. Yep. And it's on me to fix it. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't have the slightest, I don't have the foggiest idea. 
on how to start, mm-hmm. I get really, I feel like a child. Like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. You know? <laughs> I really but then it's that. like a few YouTube videos later, you, you know, you get there. Yeah, I can relate to that one. So that's my most childlike feeling. Is that how childs feel? <laughs> See, he's never been a child. No, he hasn't. It's like a robot trying to compute what humans are talking about. <laughs> what did dads do before you two? Like, right, for real. Oh, well, it's interesting talking to like with my dad and what well, the electrical thing is. Both my dad and my father-in-law are electricians. Oh, snap. So, yeah. So when we bought our house, it was like so great. <laughs> they oh, fixed yeah. so many issues that I would have been the one curled up in the corner. And then, yeah, watch some YouTube videos. Yeah, but probably fe- s- still failed, though. <laughs> my feeling about electricity is similar to my feeling of, like, snakes. Like, I'm so, like... Afraid of it? I, yeah, I really don't want to get electrocuted, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and then when you talk to, like, my dad or my father-in-law and the way they talk about, like, getting shocked or electrocuted, they're just like, yeah. Yeah, some currents are a little bit like, ooh, yeah, that went bit a little bit. But, what? Uh, yep. Is there any pleasure in getting electrocuted? Do they like it? <laughs> I don't think you so. Know, I understand that because there's some pain where I'm just like, that actually feels good. Like, okay, I'm the only no, one. Uh, no, I, I have that with like getting an elbow in the ribs while playing basketball. Really? Yeah. Cool. Well, because I am a, what? like, I love playing in the paint and getting mm, rebounds. Come on. So, like, if I get an elbow in the ribs and it hurts, but it's just like, yeah, but I was fighting for that ball. Yeah, mm. I I get that. Yeah, before I, I before Christ found me and rescued me from the pit of destruction, uh, <laughs> was, I used this to do, was this during your childhood or after your childhood? <laughs> right after I I used to do uh, ecstasy with this group of people, which like every everything feels better on on that drug, and it's you're become a total idiot loser when you're on it. But I used to, this guy used to sit crisscross applesauce on the living room floor with a steak knife and poke himself in the face. What he'd be like, he'd be like dude, have you tried this? <laughs> you gotta try this. Bumping himself in the face. Let's get let's get grounded back into reality. What was the a pain that? Well, that was the connection, right? I like, know, but yours is unrelatable to. I can't fatherhood. <laughs> That's why I said let's bring it back to like ground level of. Reality. Uh, what makes you feel most like a child? No, what what pain is it oh. that like? Is someone feels good? You, what was yours? I, well, I'm still interested in getting poked in the face with this thing, man. Uh, for me. <clears throat> A pain mm-hmm. that I like. Yeah, I I like actually giving blood because I like when a needle. And I've never even done. Dr- <laughs> I'm talking to the wrong person. About me too. This. Me too. <laughs> and, and I've never done drugs like that. But yeah. it just for me, I'm like, ooh, yeah, that feels good. Or when I'm getting a a massage, I'm getting that massage. Yeah, and <laughs> massage. And somebody like presses real hard in. I always tell each therapist, I'm like. You go as hard as you can, because I don't believe anybody can hurt me when they're doing a massage. Oh, wow! I thought you were saying you talk to your therapist no, about no, no, no. why Wait, is you there like. Something wrong no, with this? no, no, it ain't that bad. <laughs> 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 ain't no Fifty Shades of Grey over here. <laughs> no. So, so is your dad still around? No, my dad. Well, okay, I have two dads. Uh, my physical. Like my father, biological dad, right? Yes. Yeah. He died. How long ago? Oh my. We goodness. don't have to talk about this if you don't want. No, I'm right. open to anything. Uh, my bi- biological dad, he must have died. I want to say like 14 years ago. Oh, I was wow. around 24. 
So yeah, 14 years ago. And I've heard you, we didn't really introduce what you do. You're, you're an evangelist and a motivational yeah. speaker, and you share a lot about your story. So I've heard, I've heard uh, a lot about your story, but there's kind of a rocky deal right there before that, right? Yeah. What's the, I'd, I would like to know, um, hear about that, and then how did you navigate that relationship as you carried any or all of baggage or whatever from that into being a dad? Yeah. Uh, so my parents, they got a divorce when I was like two or three years old and my dad came into the house. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were just going to get sick. <laughs> I'm like getting choked up right now. <laughs> no, I'm about to choke on my coffee. <laughs> uh, my dad, I remember even at three years old, I remember him coming into the house, taking everything out. I have two older brothers and my older brother immediately jumps on the phone and calls my mom and says, oh, dad just took everything out the house. And so oh, that's like my first real memory of wow. him. And so growing up, it was a constant reminder of, I don't want to be like him. And I knew it from, it did not, I just knew I need to be better to my kids. And at the time, a big thing was the Cosby show. And this is like pre-bad Cosby. This yeah. is like... Scandal yeah. noted. Yes, yes. Yeah. This is like the joyful Jello guy. And uh, <laughs> I remember my mom loved Bill Cosby because she was just like, he just loves kids. And he is just always like a dad. He knows when to be serious and he knows when to be funny. And I would say that is like my biggest influence is my girls will tell you dad is really goofy, but when dad gets serious, he's serious. And not in a scary way, but it's in that way where you're like, oh, my dad's disappointed in me, sort of a thing. Mm -hmm. Sure. And so I, growing up, I always compared my dad to Bill Cosby. And my dad was just, he was very lost in who he is. Like now being older, I can see that my dad was hurting. Mm -hmm. And it's really easy for me to judge my dad, but I don't I haven't realized for a long time until recently how much I am like my dad. Hmm. I, I learned that uh, somebody said something uh, a couple weeks ago to me. Uh, there are more things learned than there are taught. And by seeing my dad, hmm. there's a part of me that I, I compare myself to everybody else. And it, I'm always trying to be good enough. And that was my dad. He was always trying to be good enough. Like my dad, he was an alcoholic. And he dealt with a just really trying to find himself. And you know what? Yeah, yeah. I'll just say it because I'm like, ah, is this disrespecting my dad or anything? No, it's just uh, at the time, my dad was dealing with his sexuality as I was growing up. Mm -hmm. And he was just always trying to find who he was. And I think back in the day, like 80s, 90s, it was totally looked down upon. Like now everybody's like, oh, that person, they're gay. Okay. But back in the day, it was just like, no, you're ill sort of a thing. Mm -hmm. And so my dad was always trying to cover up for, I think, who he thought he was. Yeah. And the inability to be honest, no right. matter what the context is, suffocating. Right. Mm -hmm. Wow. And I didn't realize until recently 
that's what I do all the time. It's really hard for me to be honest about the things I hurt. It's very honest or very hard for me to to finally kind of reveal what my real feelings are. There are times where my wife she'll ask me. She'll be like, "Well, what do you think about that?" And immediately I go, "It's okay. Whatever you want to do, sort of a thing." And she called me out on it. She's like, "You're not being honest because you do have a real opinion about this." Yeah. And I was like, "Man, I do." And I I carried that over because my dad, he was unsure about how to be a dad, which made me unsure about how to be a son. Oh, wow. And I took that, and now I catch myself doing that with my daughters. Hmm. So I'm steadily trying to fight that. So I would think I brought that over. Sure. Wow. So in your oldest daughter's eight. Yes. And so you, you do still feel like, and I think this is super healthy, you still feel like you are not trying to bury a mountain, but you're just slowly climbing one when it comes to getting over that issue. Right. Wow, that's interesting. Like, uh, my wife and I, we're having a conversation, and I'll ask the two of you, what is the the one thing you don't like about yourself? Not mm. physically, mm. but, you know, like either emotionally or mentally, what is one thing you don't like about yourself? Mm. I care too much. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You've got the job. <laughs> um, hmm. Oh, man. Well, I relate to that, like, not sharing what you're feeling mm-hmm. right away. And as a, and I know, like, Tyler on his Wolfpack podcast calls me, like, the naysayer. And, <clears throat> like, I'm a perfectionist. Like, so if I don't know exactly why I'm thinking or feeling a certain way, I don't want to say it too vulnerably mm-hmm. because I haven't perfected my own thought on it yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like what I am. And it came out. Uh, when my wife and I were looking for a house and we looked at a house and like it had like all the bells and whistles and it was somehow affordable, <laughs> you know what I mean? And so it was like, and she, and we had been looking at so many houses and she mm. was just like, yes. And I, even, I was kind of like, yeah, but there was just something in me that was like, I don't like it. And I don't know why. And so, like, I didn't verbalize that, though. So she, yeah. like, went to work the next day and was, like, telling all of her coworkers, oh. like, I think we found the house and blah, blah, blah. And I was sitting here, and we're recording in the office. But I'm sitting in, in my office just, like, there's something about that house I just don't like. Mm. And I went to, like, pick her up for lunch or something like that. And I finally told her. And it was, like, it was a moment that I learned, like, I need to share what it is I'm feeling. Because it, like, it devastated her. Because it was just, like... I thought you liked the house. So she like told all these people and now she had to like kind of like go back on that. So like in, inadvertently I made her look stupid to her coworkers because she like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, cause she then had, right. them, and I was just like, ah, oh, crap. But that is, that's when you were talking about that. I'm like, yeah, I definitely internalize and then don't really share it. And then I wait too long. And then it's like, ah, I just have to say, it cause it's getting messier <laughs> if I don't right. say something. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, for me, it would just be uh, like I definitely have codependent tendencies. Uh, and there's two – codependency manifests itself in a million different ways. And the one that everyone seems to kind of know is like enabler. Like mm. uh, you are so dependent on another person, you enable them to be healthy in whatever way. The classic example would be the partner to an addict. See, I'm on the other side of that where I'm codependent in the way uh, that I allow myself to be far too affected – by the emotions of others. 
and what co- and I have the classic codependent behavior where I either work way too hard to keep someone happy or because I realize really quickly that you cannot make everyone happy, so I skip all the steps straight to resentment. Oh. And I go, why can't you just be happy? Mm. I skip right there, and they're going, hey, dude, Whoa. I'm working my, I'm doing my own deal here. You do your own. You know what I'm saying? So that, that and uh, then there's a list of other things. <laughs> <laughs> Impulsivity would be one of them. <laughs> well, and, and think about that. Those two things of the not being honest and just being real about where you're at mm-hmm. and you just wanting that dependency, trying to gain that approval. Think about it this way. Your kids are having to deal and will deal with the same thing. Hmm. What is it? And even uh, my my wife, she's a counselor, and so she went to school and got her master's in it. And all the things that she learned, she did not realize what goes into a child. Like scientifically, your your genes, when something happens to you, are affected by the trauma in your life. Hmm. And so even if it's like, Let's say your dad was abusive, let's say. That trauma that impacted you scientifically is, has already impacted your kids. That's what you're and they're trying to figure out how to deal with it from the minute that they're born. Wow. They're having that same thing. And if you look at it, it's also biblically as well. Because every single time when somebody has to pay for their sins, they do have to pay for the generations before sure. that. Yep. And and it's like the Bible backs up all of this. So the things that you are dealing with and have dealt with, if if you don't deal with them healthily, your kids are going to deal with that as well. Wow. What is it that you would say to them to help them deal with it? Sure. Like hmm. what what would you say? What would I say? Yeah, to you to your daughter. Well, yeah. the hard part of that, in the answer to that question is hindsight's twenty twenty. You know what I mean? So you bring all you can. It's a good question. It's just it's it's easier said than done. Well, you yeah. know what? Instead of uh, let's say instead of saying it, how are you going to deal with it? Not just saying it, but how are you going to help them deal with it? Yeah, uh, depend on my wife. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean. I do think it's, again, one of these conversations that Brittany and I have where we're like, we're going to see ourselves in our kids mm-hmm. at times, and it's going to be like, ah, oh, crap, I gave that to you. Yeah. <laughs> but what is the quote that you uh, you were sharing? It was a comedian or someone that had, like, looked at, like, what your father, like, how you were raised or, like, the things that, like... Not, not is it your about friend. your 20s? No, no, it's not the 20s thing, but it was just, like... You know, the things that you had to deal with as a kid, though, like, even like even if your parents were really great and there was just, like, moments that you had to kind of, like, go through things, like, that's, like, a gift because that's, like, something that you, like, I can't remember. It, it, I'm butchering it, but, like. I recall what you're saying in uh, I probably shared it with you because that whole concept really does resonate with me where I go, man, I've grown a whole lot more and learned a whole lot more from wrestling through baggage than I ever did from, like, some sort of inheritance or like good thing that was given to me. Like I'm thankful for the yeah for the baggage. You I can't remember who it was that because you, you were quoting someone on that. Yeah, where it was like that. it like made it go from like because it was like because in turn like you'll do the same thing to your kids. They will inherit the baggage that you in a in a, or unintentionally like yeah. give them. But like in the end, it's also like a gift for them because then it's like 
it's theirs to have. Well, on the flip side, I can't remember what it is. It's like the, I wish I remember the quote exactly. That comedian Nick Thune says uh, <clears throat> he was recording a special, and he goes, "My dad's here tonight, Dad." I wish you had been a bad dad, so I had a better excuse for my alcoholic breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> he's clean now, though. He is. Yeah, he's clean. That's good. That's good. That's very good. Cleanish. There's, <laughs> there's a meme going around right now that just says, uh, "Were you raised in a healthy home, or are you funny?" <laughs> I was like, "Ouch!" That's awesome. So, uh, we we don't have to move on, but I did want to do a little Mount Rushmore. Yeah. You ready? Of course. You ready? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This month's Mount Rushmore is, of, and I couldn't think of a more, a clearer way to explain this, the Mount Rushmore of kid food that dads steal. Mm. So, and then Taylor, what kid food are you looking forward to having around in the house? Your top four. So we'll go in the round. I'll do, you do your number one. I'll do my number one. You do your number one. Mm -hmm. Two, two, two. You get it. Okay. Are, are these in order, or are you just does not have to be in order of importance? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But how can you not save your best for last? Really? You don't have to. You do whatever you want. Oh man! And it's like personal best. Yeah. That's a. Uh, of course. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we just. Uh, this is a story off topic, but last night, uh, in our bridge group. Someone told us that the Hobbit movie, they liked it more than Lord of the Rings. What? Thank you. Okay. Jamie, if you're listening to this, you're alone. You are wrong. <laughs> you are very wrong. It was just one of those like opinion things where you're like, I'll tell you if you're wrong. And that just, it's still with me a day later. Oh, yeah. So. Here's my thing with the Lord of the Rings movies and the Hobbit is. I don't want to hear it. You don't like it. <laughs> 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 All right. So my first food that I'm very. See, because and we'll get it when I saw your list when we were going through the notes. Don't so steal my list. I'm not gonna. But my first thing it's not my number one. I'll say that for the last fruit snacks, like good fruit snacks. Did, Dude, did you steal? Yeah, you stole mine. You literally took my list. Oh no, I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't. What's number one? Oh, fruit snacks is on yours. I didn't <laughs> see it. Okay, I already got my replacement. I already got my replacement. Do you? Oh, okay. Man, yeah. I got to replace it. <laughs> I didn't say oh, I That is been. universal, dude. <laughs> it's fruit snacks. <laughs> you know, like fruit snacks, I'm like, you should not have a license in the United States. There, but you there's like, not. there's good fruit snacks and there's bad fruit snacks. That is so true. And that's where like, I've never financially been committed enough to find the good ones as just an adult without kids. I like and Aldi's. And now, which one? Yeah. Aldi. Really? Aldi fruit snacks? Maybe, maybe I'm thinking of the Walmart ones. Walmarts are bad. It's like... The smiley face ones? Yeah. I love those. Oh, gross. What? But so I'm excited to be able to at least be like, maybe she, like, she'll like them, but she'll be too young to kind of be like, no, I like the ones that we used to have. Was so it? it'll allow me to kind of go through and be like, let's uh, get some good ones. Wasn't fruit snack your nickname in jail? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I never What's went to jail. <laughs> Fruit snack. <laughs> By the way, do you guys watch? I'm sorry, but did you? Okay, did you watch The Floor Is Lava on Netflix yet? Oh my gosh, that show is amazing. And you watch it with your daughters? Yes. What an amazing show to watch with kids. Yes. And it goes through all the ages. My three year old watches it with my nine year old foster son, and then we have a six and four. It's like everybody can enjoy it. Oh yeah. And I, I looked at my wife, and I like to talk about how much I'm enjoying things while I enjoy them. That's what I do. Right. Like, isn't this fun? Isn't this the best? Everyone be happy, you know? Yeah. And codependency, <laughs> codependency. Yeah. I'm gonna be the worst. I'm the worst on vacation. 
vacation. Actually, I've really gotten through this. I, on vacation, I used to be like, everybody better have fun. Everybody's having fun. You're not having fun. <laughs> Open the car while it's moving and get out. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> uh, but I text Taylor and I said, and I was kept saying to my wife, "Isn't this so good for the family to watch? The floor is lava. It's so awesome." I text Taylor. I said, "Have you watched the floor is lava?" They made it because they like make fun of people with editing. They'll just zoom in on someone's face oh, in a yeah. way that they just make fun of them. No, it's so good. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially in like the side interviews. And he said about floor is lava. I haven't watched it yet. I know you said I'm saving it for maternity. Oh, I'm saving it. Yeah, okay, sorry. Which proves my point that it is like the best show to watch with kids. Well, adults I, and kids. The newborn's not going to care. <laughs> she will. <laughs> it was mainly just like uh, we'll have a few weeks off, so we're going to just burn through a bunch of shows. Okay, now here's the deal. I have watched that show, and they always have like a group of people somehow not related family-wise, but just related yeah. with like school teachers or whatever. We should do one. People that work in a church. Oh, that'd be awesome. The floor is lava. We can do this. That would be totally awesome. good. Yes. I would uh, love it, dude. Then we get to find out which staff members like might accidentally swear when they're... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know what? That used to be before I actually gave my life to Christ. And even now... It's funny to me when I catch people from church swearing. <laughs> like, it's pretty hilarious. I was like, oh, you said that. You're giggling in the corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, wow. Oh, yeah. So, Mount Rushmore. Kids oh. foods that dad steals. Kids foods. Okay. The the squeezies. The little apple really? squeezy Those things. are good? Oh, They're delicious. You, have you ever had one? Yeah. Oh, it says the dude who likes Walmart fruit. fruit <laughs> <laughs> Wait, okay. So, so that's one pouches, of those. You say it? I, yeah. That's literally okay. So, like, in when we we had gotten lunch before this, and I'd said I was really excited to hear about the snacks that dads who have kids are already consume like consuming their snacks. That was one of them that like would pop up because I had to Google because I literally don't get kid snacks. And I those kept popping up, and I'm like, I wonder if those taste good for adults. They're this good. Con- this confirms that. Oh yes, they are See, delicious. This list is great for me. Have you ever had them? Yeah, the fruit, the applesauce pouches. Yeah, uh, yeah, I don't like it. It's it's okay, okay. I'm not saying it's gross. I'm sorry, but because I'm 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 exaggerating my distaste for them. It's like when is Coke better out of a can or a bottle? Oh, a b- bottle for sure. Okay, so I would. So you have at least the point is is that you would have a preference of the receptacle. That's how I feel about applesauce. I go, if I'm going to eat applesauce, it's going to be Once again, bowl. your opinion's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, one time, bro, I was a drug addict. Once again, I didn't have, I hadn't eaten in like days, dude. And I woke up. It was a rough morning. And I was like, I got to eat something, dude. So I reach into the fridge and I grab a jar of applesauce. Oh. No time for bowls. No time for <laughs> spoons. I just screw that cap off. <laughs> I start drinking it with my eyes closed. What? Just like, oh, it's so good. And I open my eyes to see a layer of mold. Oh, oh no. <laughs> it's like in Minority oh. Report. Oh, yeah, where, dude, the sandwich. Yeah. Oh, oh that's right. That scene sucks oh, so bad. Yeah. And it's everyone's biggest fear. Uh, yeah, and you lived it. I did live it. Oh, we man. just watched that movie like a month ago. It was on Netflix. It's and being addicted good. to drugs that is like having maybe, no eyes. Isn't it crazy how much that movie predicted like we have facial recognition, uh, recognition. Oh now. yeah, yeah. And then like they would put ads based off of. It's crazy. Do you so ever, crazy? Oftentimes when I'm I'll, outside running, yeah. I, and I hear sirens, I to this day go, 
What are the minority parts real? <laughs> <laughs> we had committed a crime and yeah. I don't even know. <laughs> I always think I go, oh, are they coming to get me right now for something I almost did? It <laughs> is interesting though watching that movie now and though there were those eerie things where like they predicted it, the lack of cell phones in that movie is strange. It is. <laughs> like, cause you're just like, it's so futuristic, but like we are now in the future and every movie has like phones like crazy in it, sponsors, but like, you know what I mean? But like to watch that movie, see that it's like a futuristic movie and then be like, no one's walking around looking at a phone. It like mm. weirded me out. <laughs> How futuristic is this? Yeah, I was like, yeah, no, right? they didn't predict that part. That didn't age well. No. <laughs> okay, so my number one food the kids have that dad steals would be Gushers. Oh. oh. But to be honest with you, though, we've been buying those since before we had kids. That's fruit snacks. That's good. Uh, That's in the fruit snack family. It uh, is. It's but, maybe in the same uh, family, but you don't you don't say, "Oh man, I'm gonna, you want some fruit snacks?" and then come out with gushers. You say, "Hey, you want some gushers?" You don't. Call <laughs> <laughs> you, the fact that you thought about it. Like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? That is true, though. You got the yeah, guys. That over, is true. You know what I'm saying? But that's not an adult food. I eat it. But it's not an adult. Uh, you know I'm, what? I'm gonna let you go with that. That's that's valid. When I went and saw Endgame in theaters, mm. uh, the second time, oh my! God. You just take, you just <laughs> go you just go take a nap over it's there. Just, I just wanted to hit a nerve for both you guys. Uh, I went with a full box of gushers. Full <laughs> box. <laughs> yeah. Well, because I was going with uh, Dan Oberman. And I figured, like, ah, we'll split them. And then he just, like, took one pack. I ate five packs of Gushers. That's the problem is you got to buy them in the big bag because you're like, I ate one bag of Gushers. Was it a big bag? Yeah, but it was one of a thing. Mm-hmm. You ate a whole box. You had the shame, the shame sound of ripping open five different things. You <laughs> I know have what I mean? never done that in my life. <laughs> one bag of Gushers is good enough, guys. Nope. That's too much juice in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you this. Uh, when it comes yes. to fruit snacks or Gushers, are you um, – Categorized by color, hmm. don't categorize by color and eat them one at a time, one at a time, or put them in the palm of your hand and insert the whole pack at once. Who does that? Me. You put the whole pack. <laughs> yeah. <in your> hand? <laughs> I was. Yeah, that's the one thing I what do. What kind of cycles are you? <laughs> that's the one thing Tyler and I have in common besides Jesus is we eat whole packs of gushers. Otherwise, we're opposites. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how would you you. You can't enjoy it, all the flavors. I do the you same do thing all with at once. fruit roll up too. Like I don't want to just like. Oh yeah, I you just roll like, up the fruit roll up. You just like make it a ball and you eat it. <laughs> yeah, I know. But and then what's cool is that is so excessive. Like, I roll the whole fruit roll up, fruit by the foot. Actually, I eat oh all, yeah, 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 I eat it all in one bite, and I go. Why did I do that? That was wrong. Let me do it the right way. Get a second one. <laughs> <laughs> See, you know you're doing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, Tim Keller said that. I don't have the quote now. Dang it. It just escaped me. <laughs> Tim Keller says, a man who eats Gushers by the handful. Dude, that guy eats grape <laughs> nuts and that's it lot. probably. <laughs> What's your second uh, kid food that dad steals? Which one was yours? I'm just uh, kidding. Gushers. Uh, <laughs> gushers. Uh, my number two. Don't freaking steal my second I don't remember if I stole. I, now I'm like scared. I should pull up your notes. Uh, Our names are one letter apart, so I wouldn't be surprised. Chicken Nuggets. Oh. Like dinosaur shaped ones or something, you know? Dude, I just discovered, I just feel like a caveman. I just discovered Burger King, ate chicken nuggets for $1. I've eaten more Burger King in the last two weeks than oh. I've eaten McDonald's in my whole life. Oh, oh I, I hate Burger King. It smells, Burger King has the best smells. Yeah, their flame but grill. Taste, oh. Oh, I like it. Mm. Oh, so chicken nuggets? Chicken nuggets would be mine, uh, but like, 
Yeah, it could be like the freezer section or even MACDs. MACDs are those are they the best are chicken nuggets. What's your number two? Yeah, I, I was gonna say chicken fingers, but yeah, definitely in the well, chicken nugget, chicken fingers yeah. realm. I feel like if gushers is it, aren't fruit snacks, then is it just chicken my, tenders aren't chicken nuggets? Hey, no. Is is it just my perception of Terrence Talley in my head, or is this a real thing about you? Mm-hmm. You have very childish food ways, don't you? I do. That's a mean way to say it. No. <laughs> Why would you say that about me? <laughs> Uh, no, I do because I love cereal. See, cereal is my other one. I will eat kid cereal all day, yeah. every day. Oh yeah, like fruit. fruit what's your loops? What's your favorite kid cereal? Oh, Frosted Flakes for sure. Interesting. Okay. Oh, oh I love it, dude. Now let's get real. Let's get real, Dad. Talk on here. Yeah. As a lactose intolerant man, what's mm. your uh, choice of uh, moistness in that bowl of cereal? Okay, if you let your like <laughs> bowl of cereal go soggy. You don't no. You do you can't eat it with eat cow's milk no though? Cow's milk, yeah. What kind of milk? I thought you lactose intolerant. Yeah, so oh, you do it anyways. <laughs> yeah. What, what well, you I'll eat. I'll eat cereal with almond milk. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> How are we so different, man? <laughs> That's crazy. I don't like it, but regular milk really that makes me more sick than any other dairy. Yeah, but it's still delicious. Have you not transferred over to the Fair Life? Is it cost? Because it, it is. Cost. It is stupid expensive. We've it just budgeted cost. for it. Fairlife yeah. is like this ultra-filtered regular cow's milk that's mm. lactose-free. Yeah, we have lactose-free too. Yeah, yeah, but it's like, do you do the Fairlife? I don't know what it's called. I know why. But it's like three sixty for like a half it, gallon. Yeah. It's like stupid expensive. Here's why. Here's why I have not pursued a good lactose-free milk like Fairlife is because if I have the choice, which this will get me to my second one. If I have the choice to eat cereal, I will eat a big bowl of cereal every single night. Yes. Amen. And that's terrible yes. for me. I will eat a whole box of cereal within a day. You know what I'm saying? Easily. Beach season is furious. You know what I'm saying? Like, I will <laughs> I will eat a huge bowl of cereal every single night, and it's so bad for you, so I don't do it. So I just go, I'll live without cereal. That being said, my number two on Mount Rushmore Kids Food the Dead Steals is for sure Pop-Tarts. Okay. Pop-Tarts. This is one I did see on your list, when, for example. And this is and you like, and I relate on that. We love yeah, Pop-Tarts. I, your guys' like cereal at night is my Pop-Tarts. And that's my favorite. Really? Yeah, yep. I'll make Pop-Tarts at night. That's like my dessert. Yeah. I If 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 love cold Pop-Tarts. cereal is cigarettes, <laughs> uh, Pop-Tarts is vaping. Like, uh, I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a little better. It's flavored vaping, yeah. <laughs> Which all is that the- mango? <laughs> <laughs> There's mango Pop-Tarts? Uh no, there's mango vape. I just oh. had the, I just had the uh, Fruit Loop flavored Pop Tart and it's very. Gross. That's right. We were supposed to eat those at fight I, night. I oh. ate it after you left. It's gross. Oh yeah. Now yeah. speaking of vaping, dude, as a dad, uh, <laughs> I I'm not afraid of confrontation. Taylor, you know that. Mm-hmm. I don't look for it. If someone is smoking or vaping in front of my kids, mm. I will call them out in public. Really? I'd say eight times out of ten. I don't oh. care if it's flipping cotton candy flavored, dude. Get off the mini golf course with your stupid vape pen. You look like an mm. idiot, first of all. And I don't want that around Strong my kids. Feeling. I can't. Why would you smoke around someone that, else's kids? I understand. Absolutely. Oh. I will get in a fight at a trampoline park, bro. Like, I'm not. And that's. <laughs> who's, who's vaping at a trampoline park? <laughs> Literally everyone. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, number three. Oh, number three. Uh, my number three is tater tots. Oh, I that is that. that is childish food, and yeah. it is very good. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Good yeah. for sure. 
You got number three? Uh, well, we pretty much taken all of mine. It was fruit snacks, <laughs> apple squeezies, cereal, and chicken fingers. I know that's five, but we've talked about all of those. That's four. Is it? Yeah. No, it's not. Was it? Oh. Yeah, yeah I, you're right. Yeah, it's four. I majored in pastoral. I'll say. <laughs> okay, so my number three is, I want to say hot dogs, because it's not a child's food, no. but we probably wouldn't be buying it if it wasn't for the sure. kids in our house. Yeah, because the hot dogs aren't in our house. But, really? Yeah. Like, but if, like, once we have a daughter that's old enough to eat them, they'll be in the house, and it'll probably be like, you know what sounds good this Saturday afternoon? Hot dog and mac and cheese. <laughs> Dude, when you have like, like kids, like a snack, something, you're always trying to think of what are we going to eat for lunch. I've never thought about lunch so many times. Oh, Man, yeah. Hot dogs and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches are the go-to. Oh, PB&J, like, so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so good. I have one more. Do you have one more? I have one more. Okay, what is it? Uh, my best for last is Teddy Graham's. Oh, love them. Yeah. Love them. I, graham crackers in general, dude. Graham crackers in general. Crackers. Oh, but Woo, like man. the honey Teddy Grahams or yeah. like the chocolate chip ones. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's just, it's not really a snack because like you just pour a glass of milk with that, you're having cookies. Oh, that's, <laughs> like, true. that's true. You know what I mean? That is very <laughs> true. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're good. I'm not like a big fan of Teddy Grahams, but yeah, this also because again, this list is like it's different because you guys are like currently eating the snacks. These are like snacks I'm looking forward to. Mm. Yeah, and Teddy Grahams might become boring pretty quick, and I might have a like a whole different list. Yeah, is there a a food that now that you have kids that you're just like I don't want to eat that again? Um, I you know what I I would say cook at home chicken nuggets. Are that mm. for me? Mm. I can see that. Okay. I'll get them at Burger King. I'll get them at McDonald's. But cook at home chicken nugget. Ah, like, ah, no, no. You know, <laughs> I w- I'm really glad that you didn't. Because like, what your kid's gonna be eating for the first like year or so? Uh, if just... you were like, that's what I want, I'd be like, <laughs> like uh, really? <laughs> what is the yeah? What is that? The little like baby Dave Chappelle, uh, Sean Combs impression. I want you. Oh, Kim Billy. Oh, so I love you. Um, I'll say my last one is actually oh, a whole category. Yeah. Okay. Uh, reward candy. We always, ha- so my son had cataracts, very rare in infants, had cataracts, had both yeah. of his eyes bust open. By no the way, way, we found the video the day before his surgery. Micah, what are you going to have done tomorrow? The doctor's going to cut open, or doctor's going to fix my eyes. I'm like, fix your eyes he's gonna bust your eyes open like a can of pop dude like i just know sensitivity (laughs) (laughs) so cataracts okay so now he has to wear eye patches once a day for four hours he hates it and so if he takes the eye patch like a man he gets a piece of candy so we have a bowl of reward candy in the house yeah which is a winner for me we just always have candy in the house for me to eat and I'm a grown man. I don't have to do anything to earn it because I paid for it. These are mine. So reward candy I is my these. Mount Rushmore of kid foods that dad steals. Reward candy. I can see that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like. Do I'm you have a version of that? Ours is money. So <laughs> <laughs> I will give you a dollar if you do this sort of thing. But that hopefully that's for adults too. Jason Moppin told me like their potty training story. And it was like it made potty training seem like the simplest thing because mm. he was just like, 
We're trying uh, Emery. That's the oldest. Yeah. He was like, we're trying to train her, and I had a bag of Swedish fish, and she wasn't taking to it to the potty training thing, and I gave her one. I was like, honey, do you like that? Yeah. Do you want another? Uh huh. Use the potty, and he's like, and it just worked. Really? <laughs> like, I was like, what? That's all it took? <laughs> like, he's like, yep. He's like, I just gave her one Swedish fish. She liked it, and I told her she couldn't have another one until she started using the yeah. potty. Wow. And he's like, and then she started, and then she was potty trained. That's and awesome. yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, is that all it See, takes to raise a when child? When I hear stories like that from kids, there's some parents I'm like, I want to punch you in the face. <laughs> yeah. Like, here I am, like, stop peeing on the floor. Just yeah. go to the bathroom. Like, <laughs> it's so weird when you hear other people talk about their kids, and it's like when you hear about everybody's like, like uh, on stage moments and you're looking at your backstage moments and it's the same way with kids. It's just like sometimes we go to churches and kids, they're all sitting nice in the seat and they're like praying (laughs) and here my kids are, they're slapping each other like, when am I going to go on my tablet? I just want my tablet. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm a terrible parent. Dude, I'll tell you, when it comes to candy, um, when my son... Okay, so a classic trait of drug addicts is excess. No kidding. For example, me. Um, <laughs> me. And what my son sometimes will take a few bites of a piece of candy and be like, no, nah, I'm good. Whereas like me, I'll eat something that doesn't even taste that great because I just want more of everything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's not great. I have a hand, whatever. Yeah. And, and I go, I'm like, he doesn't seem to be a super excessive kid. I know that's kind of fear-based parenting, but it is what it is. I'm working through it. But like when he like declines to finish something that tastes good, but it's not what he wants. Does this make sense? No, it makes yeah. perfect like, oh, sense. Yes. Yeah. He may not take the path. Makes me think of the Tom Segura joke about the croissants, where he was like, he's like, you want to know how fat I am? <laughs> I had a croissant at my hotel breakfast, and I went, okay, that's pretty good. And then I was walking around the city before my show, and I saw a bakery down the block, and I saw they had croissants, and I was like, I wonder if that croissant's any better. <laughs> so I went in, I bought it, and when I ate it, I went, no, the first croissant was better. <laughs> like, That's how fat I am. Yeah. <laughs> I like, you know, that reminds me of Jim Gaffigan, where he's just like, I love donuts. And he was like, I was with my friend one time, and he was like, you want to get some donuts? And he's like, no, I'm not hungry. And he's like, what does that got to do with yeah. <laughs> That literally is my dad's slogan in life is you're, you don't have to be hungry to eat. That's what he, we go to the state fair and he just go like, we'll get done you know, this year, rest in peace, but we'll get done eating something. Not your dad, the state fair. Yeah, the state <laughs> fair. <laughs> like, how is it connecting here? Yeah. Yeah, the state fair. Man. My dad's not dead. Uh, he, uh, no, we'll like, get done eating something and someone will be like, oh, like, let's go find this food at the fair. And then we're like, oh, but we just ate. My dad will just go, don't have to be hungry to eat. Wow. <laughs> That's how we go through the fair. His slogan is what so many people, because like, we're very much like, you're not hungry, you're bored. You know what I'm mm. saying? Like we're uh, like sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Which is a real thing. That's a real thing for me. Yeah, that quarantine 50 or whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. We didn't eat. I didn't eat when I was quarantined because was, we weren't doing anything. So <laughs> that reminds like, me that uh, Samuel Adams commercial on, that they put on YouTube where the guy's like, dude, I'm going to have jail body coming out of quarantine even more than when I was coming out of jail. <laughs> <laughs> you know so what? You didn't eat when you were bored? 
Uh, no, I I don't. I when I'm bored, I go play games. Like video games? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> when you said Samuel Adams, I thought you were going to bring up Dave Chappelle. It was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. It's my beer. <laughs> Why are you always yelling? That's what I do in my movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. He has a children's book, Sam Adams. Samuel. No, different Jackson. Guy. Yeah, Samuel Jackson has. Does a, he really? He does. Well, he he narrates one. Uh, the the audiobook. Go to sleep book. It's go the F to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and so the whole premise of the book is infants can't understand what you're saying. Terrible premise, right? And it's just it's just like it's like this nursery rhyme, like the stars are out and the moon is bright. Go yeah. to sleep. <laughs> like but Samuel Jackson. You got any closing thoughts, half dad? Uh no, not that I can think of. Hey, I thought about if you want to talk about where you're registered, go ahead. (laughs) That's a a real thing. Target. We are registered at Target. (laughs) Now let's okay, let's close with this. Oh, and babylist.org. Can you weigh in on this? Yeah. Oh dang it. Did your wife did your wife had this is our closing conversation? Did your did your wife have a baby shower? Yes. And did you go to it? No. <laughs> yes. No. Why Thank would you, you go? Okay. So uh, Daniel Cormier, Steve Amio, chick, one of the biggest heavyweight fights of all time is on yeah. baby shower day, and he's just like, I don't know if I have time. It's baby shower day. Yeah, doesn't concern you. No, I'll be there. Make your kid. Hundred percent of people that we've asked have said the guy does not go to the baby shower. Uh, no. <laughs> what? What baby? Are you serious? Going to a baby shower? Yeah. That's like you going. <laughs> that's like you going to the bachelorette party. You can't. I would. I did go to the wedding shower just at the very end to open gifts. What? Well, <laughs> but it's so funny, dude. Uh, I just it you it makes you put out this vibe that's just like, honey, I like your friends. I just connect with your friends even more than my own. <laughs> Well, I mean, these ones are mainly family, so it's like not just friends, but, but like a lot of wait my a minute, family. You went to the wedding shower? Just uh, for the opening gifts at the end, yeah. Like not for the whole like like literally, I got a, I was at I was at the apartment and she texted me was like we're opening gifts in like five ten okay. minutes. Okay, so but, but this one this one I'm like helping. I'm not really just like also sitting there like celebrate me. It's literally like especially like for. I, like I don't have resp- I have not been given responsibilities for the one that my mother in law is hosting. Wedding shower is even more foreign to me because, like, traditionally at a wedding shower, not just a bachelorette party, but at a wedding shower, she would receive gifts that are like would be embarrassing to open in front of you. So, like, oh, but this maybe is, an outfit this is also and you'd be like, like oh, that's gonna any- be awesome. <laughs> 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 Looking forward to that gift. Thanks, Stephanie. Yeah, <laughs> you know. I have so many inappropriate things I just want to say a lot right now, but I won't. Uh, but no, like we also do, like that's not like the family or that's like a super tight knit Christian shower. So like you weren't going to get any awkward gifts. Sure. But like the baby shower thing, like for like the one my mom's throwing, my dad and I are in the kitchen, and then I will come out for the gifts again, just at yep. the very end, just to see the gifts. Really? Yeah. They you're they don't want to like talk. Like I know for my wife. When her uh, baby shower, she like talked about you know having a baby. They made fun. They had games where it's like, you know, things happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby coming out sort of a deal. And, oh like, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't really know if that's. And also, like the other thing is, is like yeah, my wife, not, my wife just doesn't like 
like attention. So that's true. That's probably the, part of it, right? It's probably pro- yeah. Because I I take the attention away. I am a social person, and so I will in a uh, good way. You're not a good, like an attention. You're not. I'm not attention star. seeking, but like yeah, I will. <laughs> Um, sometimes, but like, <laughs> like I will, I will draw attention away from her when she like gets so overwhelmed by the thought of having attention on her. Yeah. Hence what we talked about earlier that like a lot of times I'm like the wet blanket that's like taking sure. out the fires. You well, know? Like, I have been the chief of making fun of you for this, but I will say we talked about this at lunch in reference to Maury screen, the crochet boss. One of the most manly things you can do is do a non-manly thing confidently. Ooh. Just be like, I'm going to the baby shower. Yeah. So I appreciate that. That is pretty manly. Thanks. <laughs> Just going. <laughs> We're like, there's also off, like, like me busting a like gut <laughs> laughing at you. I'm like, yeah, that is pretty man. Like, yeah, all of a sudden you're calling your wife. You're like, why wasn't I invited to the baby show? <laughs> Plus, there's just going to be like... You know what? Like gifts? There's, <laughs> there's just going to be like amazing food too. I'm like, why would I pass up? Yeah. Especially like... It's going to be a good food day. Baby shower during the day. Fight night at my house dude, at night. I know. I don't this know. This is your formal invite. Ooh. Okay, what day is this? Come and watch a great this? wrestler. August it's a Saturday. 15. You know what? There are going to be people listening to this and they're going to catch you in church. They're going to be like... Am I invited to fight night? <laughs> More people, the less the pay-per-view costs for everybody. You know That's true. Are you charging people? Oh, dude, come on. I'm not made of money. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's pretty standard. It might be in cheap. Is that's it? standard. Uh, Everyone I've, shows up with 10 bucks to pay for the pay-per-view. I've pay, like yeah, I pretty bucks. much have always paid. Really? And yeah. Unless we, and like when we aren't in a quarantine pandemic, like if we're not like pitching in at someone's place, we're going to B-dubs and watching yeah. it. So that way, like you didn't have to just throw 10 bucks at someone's like, coffee counter yeah you get at least throw 10 bucks at your b-dubs meal you know mm-hmm. but mainly and i get it like i'd 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 want that because well because the wasn't the last one kind of expensive it was a little bit it was like 70 bucks yeah for bucks yeah. yeah so every well and then you get food or whatever and everyone brings over like 15 bucks or whatever but i will say like i paid 20 bucks to watch mcgregor and mayweather fight oh yeah that was awesome and I went and made it all back driving for Uber the rest of the night. Oh, okay. Terrence? Yes. You've been an awesome guest. Oh, man. Thanks, Thanks for, for having here. me again. Yeah, this was awesome. Appreciate you. I'm excited for you, dude. I seriously am. Being a dad is like no other thing. Yeah. Right? I honestly believe that people that are like, I don't want to have kids, I'm like the minute, if you just go out on a limb and you have a kid, obviously there's some cycles out there. It's like, I mean it. I don't want kids. But... <laughs> When you actually get to see that human life that God is trusting you with. Put it it that way. (laughs) It's a responsibility that fills you with purpose. Mm -hmm. And so, no, I am. I'm excited for you. That's awesome. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Well, it's been two and a half dads. Two and a half dads. Would you lead us in Amazing Grace? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, uh, no. (laughs) All right, you guys take it easy. Yep. Oh. Peace.